0: actually everywhere that I'm looking, I see hope, especially with this Mission Possible that I've been doing, because I see how we can help those people that are out there on the front lines. But in this season, the Lord's really been talking about not just the divine reset, but positioning ourselves so that when we come out of this, that we're ready to really run with where He wants to take the church. So He's really setting us as believers up to really be ahead. We don't have to be fearful. We don't have to be discouraged. We have the hope that Jesus is still the King of Kings, he still sits on the throne, and he's still moving and he's still wanting to do stuff.
1: Welcome to Along the Way. I'm John Matarazza, your host and fellow traveler. Thank you for joining me along my way as I try to become more like Jesus every day. I'm continuing with my special series that I'm calling the Quarantine Checkups, where I'm revisiting some of my friends from past episodes of Along the Way. This checkup is with Debbie Kitterman, the author of The Gift of Prophetic Encouragement and the host of the Dare to Hear podcast, where she recently interviewed me. I'm going to provide a link to her interview with me, as well as the full Along the Way interview that I did with her. If you're new to Along the Way, all of my episodes can be found at alongtheway.media, and you can like me on Facebook and follow me on Instagram. Now let's see how Debbie Kitterman is doing. Hey, Debbie, it's good to see you again. It's been a little while since we've had a chance to catch up. Um, I know you and I have been texting a little bit just because I saw that you were traveling during all this quarantine stuff, but I want to hear what's been going on with you. Yeah, how's life in quarantine style for Debbie and the Kittermans?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, uh, John, thanks for having me back on. It's good to talk with you again. Um, yeah, the minute that things started to really heat up here in the state of Washington, I was getting on an airplane because I had some media appearances in the Southeast, in South Carolina and Georgia, Atlanta area. And so I was like, are they going to tell me that I can't go? Are they going to make, you know, close my flight? What are they going to do? So for three weeks of the beginning of this, really from the middle of March, I was actually um, in South Carolina with a friend. I was safe and secure, I promise you. And um, I did three of my six in-person TV and media appearances. The others have to be rescheduled to um, October, um, okay. but that's okay, so I'll get to go back and do that. And it's I've been home for a week, so I was one of those ones that was on an airplane in the midst of all this stuff that's going on. And I have to say that I really appreciate what the airlines are doing. And uh, my heart really just goes out to them because they are really doing everything to make everybody safe. Oh, that yeah. has to be on an airplane. Um, I mean, if I had to, I could have stayed in South Carolina with my friend, but, um, I did want to get home to my family and it's been nice to be home, but it's different because we're all underfoot now. like yeah. we're all in the same space. We're all working from home. Um, my, I mean, both my husband and I work from home, but he doesn't have to travel one day a week to, um, go to work at the location. Yeah. And, uh, so it's just finding our routine and our rhythm now. And then, um, our daughter's working from home now more too, cause, uh, her part-time job, she got laid off from that. Oh. And so that's been kind of interesting, you know, it's just, I mean, she worked for, um, a non-essential, Mm-hmm. Things So they, and plus she was part-time, so they let her go, but she's doing stuff. But so now we're all in each other's space <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and I was gone for three weeks of it. So it was great. So I can't imagine, I mean, the two of them, they just kind of coexisted in the same space. They would see each other for meals and that was about it. Yeah. And uh, now that I'm home, I'm like, come on guys, we've got to do more stuff together.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know it's, it's crazy whenever you're forced to slow down yeah. and that's really what we've been Experiencing in a, in this world, really, it's not just our country; it's this whole world. Yeah, you know, the Bible talks about in Leviticus and Deuteronomy and stuff about you know different times where quarantining is uh, acceptable. Yeah, and uh, it's a prescribed thing to do. I know most of the time that's quarantining when somebody else is sick, but because we have this all this whole thing of the potential of being sick or potential of being carriers, it's really forced us to slow down oh. and. We have a lot more time to think and a lot more time to process things that I think we don't really do that a whole lot very well.
0: Oh, I could not agree with you more. I am a doer, not a beer. I am the Martha, not the Mary by just my natural tendencies because we're supposed to be Mary at times and we're supposed to be Martha, but um, this is just really like the Lord's really been talking to me in this season. And he began speaking to me. Actually, when I left, he began saying, this is a, this is a time of divine reset.
1: Mm. And I
0: was like, Oh boy. Okay. And uh, it's really teaching me to learn to Sabbath, to learn to slow down, to really go deeper in him. Like all those things that I said, I wish I had more time to do, We began to find out. Yeah. We (laughs) began to find out, do we really mean that we have more time? We want more time or we need more time, or are they really not a priority? Because, you know, you'll find yourself doing those things that you really want to do when you have more time. But sometimes we say, well, when I have more time, I'll do that. And then we find that, oh, actually, I don't really want to do that. That was just a reason.
1: I've, I've used that reason, but, um, I'm I'm doing a lot more during this time as well on my on some of my personal things and trying to do those things that I've said, Oh, I'll do that later. I mean you can't see from where this is situated, but I just tore out all of my stuff in my closet that I have. And I'm trying to go through all that. And I just want to get rid of junk. I, nice. I think this I think this whole nation has been on just this spring cleaning kick like nobody's business. Mm-hmm.
0: It's time to clean out our homes. It's time to clean out our lives. It's time to clean out our spiritual lives. It's time to get healed, whole, healthy in all aspects of everything.
1: Absolutely. Well, talking about cleaning out the spiritual side of things. Mm -hmm. What is it that God's been teaching you during this time or what's he been saying to you?
0: Yeah. Well, um, that divine reset, that was really um, in the middle of March. Um, He started speaking to me about that. And he really talked about how that this is a time for us and his church to really reset back to the way things should be Mm -hmm. and to begin for us to realign our priorities. And in that, he talked about um, wanting us to get our priorities realigned with him. So in the season he can pour out new assignments to us because um, sometimes I think, you know, we know what we're called to do, but we get in this routine of going, 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 doing, that we don't always necessarily take the time to check in with the Lord to say, how do you want to adjust what it is that I'm doing? Or is there a new direction or a new venture or a new thing? And I think the other thing that um, he's been speaking to me a lot about is um, just really the unity and um believers really being unified in what we're doing what we're saying and that this is really the church's finest hour Mm -hmm. i mean this is our chance to really do what the church is called to do to be the church on assignment whether we're out there um, or we're in our homes and um one of the things that um I did years ago that I loved doing was this thing called Mission Possible and um, but we would do it with a group of people that I was leading and we would target businesses or or places restaurants and people in our community and I got to thinking about this during the season when I was slowing down praying talking with the Lord and I talked with um, one of my coaches and we were just kind of talking about how could I serve the needs of my listeners and my viewers on my podcast and you know, that follow me. And we came up and I said, wait a minute, I loved this mission possible thing. How great would it be if we intentionally went deeper in our relationship with the Lord? And I give people um, a specific way to hear from God during that day and then a specific target. So we're only, we're only a few days into this, but so far we have um, found our voice in the Psalms. We've actually encouraged a frontline worker and today we encourage pastors and spiritual leaders and people. It's like 15 minutes, one day, one mission. And the, I mean, we have 15 minutes. We're all yeah. kind of at home. <laughs> so, um, so it's been kind of fun to see this and it's been fun to think of new ways that um, we can connect with other people, encourage. And I just am telling everybody, Hey, let's be undercover agents for the kingdom of God. Right. Just, be a positive force, be positive in everything that you say and you do, because we're getting all kinds of stuff in this season Mm. that isn't always positive, but it is necessary that we know what's going on. But if we dwell on that, then it can become a little too much. So let's put that good stuff out there too.
1: Amen. I like that. Mission possible.
0: Mission possible. Your mission, should you choose to accept it? Yeah, and I've been going live every day, which means I get dressed, I put my makeup uh-huh. on, I like, you know, get like I'm going ready to go out of the house because otherwise I would just stay in my pajamas probably all day and have crazy hair. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I think one of the things that when you're, when Paul talks about the putting on the the armor of God, you know, it's, it's something that we wear, it's something that you get yourself ready with. And, you know, if we're just wearing our PJs all day, every day, we're probably not wearing our armor of God either.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Getting up and
1: getting dressed and being productive, even though you don't have to go anywhere, do anything, it's good to still be that proactive person that God's called us to be. So Debbie, where do you see hope for tomorrow?
0: Oh, goodness. I see, I see actually everywhere that I'm looking, I see hope, especially with this Mission Possible that I've been doing, because I see how we can help those people that are out there on the front lines. But in this season, um, the Lord's really been talking about not just a divine reset, but positioning ourselves so that when we come out of this, that we're ready to really run with where he wants to take the church. So he's really setting us as believers up to really be ahead. We don't have to be fearful. We don't have to be discouraged. Um, we're in the same boat as everybody around the nation mm-hmm. and really a lot of people around the world. And so what we do is we have the hope that uh, Jesus is still the King of Kings. He still sits on the throne and he's still moving and he's still wanting to do stuff. So we just have to figure out where he's moving and get in line with him. And that's the thing, like in this season of really being still, I've had more times to go deeper in my uh, quiet times and really seek the heart of the father. Um, And he really began to say, don't waste this time. Like, don't waste this time. Don't be binging on TV. Don't be doing all these things. Don't just do mine. And, and I'm like, but I deserve it. I've been doing all these things. But he's like, be intentional um, so that when, you, when we come out of this, that we can still be who he's called us to be, but we're ready to then run and not feel like we're behind in everything.
1: Amen. That's a good word. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's good to hear. And uh, I like what you're doing with the Mission Possible, how do people get a hold of that?
0: Oh, yeah. So I go Facebook Live every okay. day at 11 a.m. on my Dare to Hear ministry page. And then the video is there for people to get. And I basically give a sneak peek of what the it's going to be in the event on that Page, but I don't give the really anything mm-hmm. until I go live. And then my lives are 10 15 minutes max because we have a train that runs across our <laughs> lake. So it's like I have a short window of time. Um, so I do a little bit of teaching. Here's your activation exercise. This is how you're going to hear from God today. And then here's your, your target. And then I just send them and then they hashtag mission possible in that. So they can find me on my Dare to Hear page um, on Facebook and that's where I go live. Um, and then they can get the assignments and then they can join in. And really what I'd love to see is that this becomes a movement really that we can do everywhere. When we come out of quarantine, I want to do it where we give assignments to people as they're going out, because there's going to be a lot of restaurants and a lot of businesses, small business owners that um, are going to need our help to financially recover from this. And so as we come out of that, how can we intentionally target people for good and be our mission? And so we're doing it, right now for a five-day test pilot, but um, we're still quarantined here in the state of Washington until May 4th at the earliest, which is 21 days. And so it's 21 days to create a good habit. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, well, if this goes good, uh, we'll keep going. And everybody's like, yes, let's keep going. This is good. So we're going to intentionally target those people that are, you know, sending them words of affirmation and words of prophetic encouragement. And it's been fun. So
1: I love it. I love it. Well, Debbie, thanks so much for letting me just uh, check up on you and see how things are going in your neck of the woods out in Washington state. And I'm glad to see that you're doing well.
0: Thank you. Well, thanks for checking up on me and having me on as a You know, I haven't seen you for a while, so it's good to see you face-to-face as we're doing this and to talk with you. I know that your listeners are not going to, what do you mean they're face-to-face, but I'm seeing you over videos. So. Yes,
1: it's a great tool to use. I yes, think everybody knows Zoom now, so I, yes. I wish I would have invested yeah. in them a few months ago. So yeah, Me too. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Debbie, thanks so much. I'm definitely glad that I made time to check up on Debbie and to hear about her Mission Possible assignments. Those sound like a lot of fun, and if you want to join her on our missions, check out her facebook page i'll put a link to her website and to her full along the way episode in the show notes along the way is a part of the charisma podcast network you can find along the way and many other great podcasts at cpnshows.com thank you for listening to along the way if you've enjoyed joining me along my way please share this episode with a friend who you think will be encouraged by this podcast also please rate and review along the way on itunes that helps more people discover along the way You can subscribe to this podcast in your favorite app, and you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and through my website, alongtheway.media. I hope that you've enjoyed this part of my journey, and may you realize when Jesus is walking with you along your way.